We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You, you had, uh, went back to RJ late in, the, late in the game, went quickly, was playing pretty well. He was looked like he was he was heated up. Uh, is there any thoughts of leaving him out there? Yeah, I, you know, like I said, there's you're going to finish with different guys, and it's what, you know, the game needs. Sometimes it's matchups. Sometimes it's someone's got it going. Sometimes you need size. You need, you know, you're, you're looking at the, you know, how the switching you're doing. So, and you're asking, you know, guys to sacrifice because you can only put five out there. And so that's that's the way you roll with it. We need everyone. We need everyone to play well. So that's what we did. What did uh, what did you feel like RJ was giving you in that situation? Well, the, the thing is because of who they have on the floor, right, it's, you know, they, they have length with their wings, right? And so and you're going to be doing some switching. And so you're trying to match up that way. Haitian Ferg, what's going on, Haitian? RJ's minutes hurt us bad. Not enough chances for Julius Randle. Um, not enough chances for Julius Randle. That's it. I thought he was, I thought he was really aggressive. I mean, maybe in the fourth quarter you're talking about. Um, fair. I mean, look, Randall had his way tonight. He ended up taking 15 shots. Yeah, it's not great. 15 shots in 36 minutes. Dude scored 25 points on 15 shots. Um, that's that's fair. I thought I hadn't crossed my mind. Um, but again, it, that's also deceiving because it got to the line uh, how many times? 11 times. So 13 times, excuse me. Um, do do do. Bench was solid. Didn't like subbing RJ back in for IQ. We were winning on rebounds and free throws, but RJ's minutes completely changed the game. Not enough, Divincenzo. Not enough IQ. Very winnable game. Yep. I don't disagree with a word of that. Not one word. Sam Garcia's dad. Mood can't trade RJ fast enough. I like how the the blame pie is being split pretty pretty down the middle between RJ and and Tibbs. Um. Dom with another one. Thank you, Dom. Uh, Orlando has been scrappy with us for some time, but I like our team getting their energy and uh, IQ back up for Friday night. They know what's on the line and that winning a head-to-head series over Orlando could mean. Yeah, the other team that I I do want to touch on briefly, and I had the game on my second screen for um, most of the second half, but I was obviously rather enthralled with the Knicks game, so I didn't get a chance to pay attention to it. But Cleveland Cavaliers won again without Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is out with an injury, and they won again. They keep winning 
despite all these injuries they have, and they have now moved ahead of the Knicks in the standings. So you got Miami and Orlando at 18 and 12, Cleveland at 18 and 13, and then the Knicks sitting there at 17 and 13. With Then they have a little bit of a cushion over um, Indianapolis. And, uh, you know, then you got your Brooklyn's and Chicago's and Toronto's and Atlanta's of the world. But like Cleveland stabilizing here, I think is really key for them um, to, to, to withstand the, obviously this onslaught of injuries and the fact that they're 18 and 13 right now, that's a big deal. Um, I think the Knicks will play well in Orlando. Um, I think it's a tough matchup in some ways. It's kind of an okay matchup in other ways. Um, I, I don't want to say that becomes a must win. You never like this again. It's, it's December. It's no most wins in December, but this is another one of those games and give the Knicks credit. Every time they come up against one of these games where it's like, man, it would really behoove them to come out with a win tonight. Um, they, they usually do pretty well. So we'll see. Thanks, Tom. Drazov, what's going on, Drazov? Sorry if uh, discussed in previous post game. I missed a few, but with reported frustrations... <laughs> It's only a matter of time before we got one of these. With reported frustrations, is KD to the Knicks potentially intriguing or a red herring? I would love it mostly for the memes uh, he regret. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I, I can't even wrap my mind around the possibility of uh, Kevin Durant asking off of uh, another team. Uh, but you know. Thanks, Trezoff. Sam Garcia. Wonder how the RJ Hive will spit spin zone this performance. I mean, I, I don't pay attention to those folks because they add nothing of value to the conversation. So, um, I mean, I'm happy they have their thing. Like I always say, everybody needs their things, right? Everybody needs their things. <laughs> You replace him with a passable NBA wing. This team is a finals contender. I mean, it depends on the wing. Um, I can think of a few wings that I'd like to see on this team instead of Archie Barrett. Um, I mean, look, there are a lot of people who invested a lot of energy and like real, like genuine emotion into this kid when the Knicks drafted him. They were all in on it. They were all in on it, and. Um, the people that I give credit to are, and I see him occasionally in the, in the Substack chat or in the comments to the newsletter is like people who are like, I was on board the RJ train from day one and I was all in and I just can't anymore. Like at least those people have like good sense to see what is there to be seen. Thank you, Sam. CC Kirby, what's going on, CC? I like you, Macri, or like you, Macri. I am a Tibbs defender, but taking out IQ for RJ was absolutely inexcusable. Amen, and shout out to AG1 for the IQ shout out there. So was not playing a hot from three. Dante DiVincenzo could have used him. So, yeah, I mean, look again. You just named two small guards. But they're they're two of your best guys right now. So what do you do? Like you want Brunson out there, right? Um, it 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 leaves you with okay. Well, let's go with three with the three guard lineup. 
but and then here's the other part of it though because there's there's one more layer of this let's say you go with the three guard lineup Brunson quickly and DiVincenzo right no, and, and to be clear, I know that's not what you're saying. You're just like both of those guys individually deserve more minutes. You're not, you know, insisting that he should have played like all three of those guys together for like a ton of minutes. That's not practical. But like, just for argument's sake, let's say Tibbs is like, all right, I, I got to figure out a way to get more minutes with Brunson, DiVincenzo, or like some minutes with the Brunson, DiVincenzo, and quickly. Randall's going to be your fourth guy. Unless you're playing against opposing bench units, which. We, we've seen those lineups against opposing bench units. Brunson, the two true guards, and then Hart uh, as as the four. Like That's happened against opposing starters where you have the other team's best offensive players on the floor. Your four there is Randall, who is not a good defender. So you have whoever your center is. Let's say Hardenstein. Hardenstein. Randall, poor defender. And then you have your three guards. One of which is a, is a poor defender in Brunson. It's just, it's tough. It's tough. But no disagreement with your point, CC. Ryan Huang, what's going on, Ryan? I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge that this team took a top five team at home, playing well through the wire. We're good. Okay, moment over. Trade RJ, LOL. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I tried to say it a few times tonight, but it, it deserves to be said. The Knicks are good. The Knicks will be fine. RJ will not stink up the joint like this uh, too many more times, we hope. And uh, they're not going to play OKC. They're only, you know, they've banged out a few games against some good competition here early on in the season. I mean, they, they played 30 games now. And then of those, of those 30 that they have played, eight have been against Boston, Milwaukee, or... OKC. They also got the Clippers out of the way. Don't sleep on that. They got the Clippers out of the way. They don't have any more games coming up against Clippers. And I think the Clippers have joined the Western Conference elite. We'll see if they stay healthy. Um, but anyway, on the downside, you have two still remaining against Denver. Um, oh, you played Minnesota once, too. You played Minnesota once. So that's actually... So that's nine total against really elite teams out of your out of your 30 you know and you have one win the the christmas win so you have one more against okc you have one more against minnesota you have two against denver so that's four games uh you got one more against milwaukee two more against boston that's seven games and i don't know if you want to you want to throw philly in there too as deserving of that level of praise i mean when they're whole when Embiid is there they're they're in that convo, probably. Um, so, but not quite. But even if you even if you throw them in, that's only eleven more games against what you would consider elite competition. So, eleven more out of fifty-two, they've played thirty, and out of those thirty, nine have come against elite competition. If you're looking for reasons to buy on the Knicks finishing strong over the final 52 games of this year. I think that those those two ratios, 9 out of 30 versus 11 out of 52, I think is probably your biggest reason to, to buy. Thanks, Ryan. Sam with another one. Also, Tibbs is an insane person for that sub. Yeah. I mean, again, I he's there was a reason. He shouldn't use the reason. 
Um, last one, what a special player J-Dub is, man. Yeah, he's really good. J-Dub's awesome. Thank you, Sam. Juanon, also, how bad are the Knicks going to regret the Raps spite suit? Having a big defensive wing to get up in J-Dub's-ish would have helped tonight. Well, the only thing I'll say there is we have no evidence that the Raptors are ever going to trade Ananobi. And the the most recent reporting on the matter is that Siakam's the guy they want to trade and that they are hell-bent on hanging on to OG. So, I don't know. Are we... Is that Was that ever really a possibility? But to the extent that it is or was, now, look, and it always is entering unrestricted free agency. You know, you, you sign in trades like they happen. It's hard, but they happen. Uh, Stromboli Cool. What's going on, Stromboli Cool? <clears throat> I think you're being too kind calling RJ matching salary right now. Uh, I don't think we could trade him without attaching a pick or picks. Look, uh, it's, I think you get a team to buy on his year, whatever, like year six, seven, eight, nine. 10, right? Like by those years, seven, eight, nine, maybe. Like he has not yet hit his prime. His prime is still coming. The tough part for me, which makes me think your statement has some, some credence to it, is if teams don't believe in the shot, right? If they, feel like we're trying to win a championship and in the last five minutes of a close game, opposing teams are going to sag off. And uh, let me finish my thought. They're going to sag off RJ completely. And we are not going to have the trust to throw him the ball and have him make a three. And you look at the game tonight and there were there was a moment early in the fourth quarter. It was, it, it's funny. It ended up in a missed corner three from RJ where Brunson, I think it was Brunson was driving or maybe it was quickly. He was driving, but like he had RJ, whoever the driver was, I want to say it was Brunson, but they had RJ open wide open for an above the break three. And you could, I, I, I might've been seeing things, but I felt like I was watching a player like, think about making the pass and then being like, well, what's that really going to get us? And then the possession continued and it was, I think a missed shot. And I think Hart got like an offensive rebound and it swung, swung back to RJ in the corner and RJ took corner three and, and of course missed it. Um, by the way, don't you love how RJ always makes, makes some, some garbage time buckets in games like this. It's a funny way of doing that. <laughs> they all count the same, right? <laughs> Um. Yeah, uh, Jesse M. I have sadly reached the point where I'm actually counting down the days until RJ's off the team. He makes watching this team such an absolute chore. That's why I was. That's why my frustration level by the end of last season grew to the point where it was because I felt like I had just witnessed the most complete Knicks team since the '90s, and there was one dude that was like glaring. 
standing out in a bad way amidst everything else that fits so perfectly. And it felt it got to the point where on most nights, last season I'm talking about, where it felt like you had to survive RJ's presence and that they would win despite his presence. And look, there are advanced numbers that will back up that that sentiment from last season. Now, I don't know that I've quite felt the same way this year. Tonight kind of felt like that. Um, I haven't felt that way a lot this year. So I'll, I'll give him some credit for that, but it's not, it's not great right now. <clears throat> Dom, the dentist. I have never, I never actually expected to win. Me neither. I never thought they were winning this game. Uh, but the way we lost was like watching a car cl- crash in slow motion. Yeah. You know, there were a couple of moments there. So there were three moments in this game that were incredibly frustrating. The opening of the game where the starting five was like, there was just no resistance. When the starting five came back into the game in the second quarter, um, where it was like, oh, the bench did all this work and now we're just going to give it all back because they can't defend. And then when RJ subbed in the, the game, those three moments. And it was like your, your life was flashing before uh, your eyes. Will Oliver, what's going on, Will? Feels like every team shoots like Steph versus us. Um, what did the Thunder shoot tonight? I wanna, I'm want i going to guess they shot 40... Hmm, let's say 43% from downtown. 43.8%. Look at me. I should go play Lotto. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the to their credit, the Thunder are the second best three point shooting team in the league by percentage. So that's the other thing is like the Knicks defense, they will give up some threes. Um, and some of the matchups have been pretty, pretty bad where that is concerned. Thanks, Will. Kevin Danishevsky, want to check myself. John hit every note. Right note in the rant. Oh, well, thank you very much, Kevin. I appreciate you chiming back in and, and thank you for a second generous contribution. The RJ excuse makers are the ones who really tire me out. I'm so done with this convo where John is with the OB conversation. Uh, go get Cam Johnson. Uh, is there still an OB conversation? Are we still talking about that? The guy who just got removed from. He's saying where you were with the OB conversation. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah. Is where he is now with. Okay. With that. I think the the tough part is like Obi was a 12 minute a night role player. So part of the reason I was just so sick and tired of having the conversation was because we were talking about the Knicks ninth man who's a who was a 12 minute a night role player. The reason why like this conversation isn't going away is because again, this guy is one of the pillars of your team. He was absolute ass juice tonight and he still played 30 minutes because that's how the team is built you know um (laughs) it's just really frustrating and i don't i i just to be very clear i don't know if i need to say this i would be utterly shocked if rj was traded before the deadline this summer different story I, I have a funny feeling this is going to be a wild and wacky summer in the NBA, but the I don't I don't think he's getting traded before <clears throat> before the deadline. I don't think so. 
I could talk myself into some trades, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. It was very nice of you. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about AG1. AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs, such as gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to evaluate your baseline health. Fun fact, I recommended AG1 to all my friends, family, and Mrs. Claudio. We drink AG1 first thing in the morning, to make sure we have the energy needed to take on a busy day. There's no debate. AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash filmschool. That's drink. That's drinkag1.com slash filmschool. Check it out. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With basketball season fully underway, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. This is a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, take Jalen Brunson over in points or Julius Randle over in rebounds and combine it with two NFL picks like Lamar Jackson over in rushing yards or Zach Wilson over in interceptions. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to Big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. Uh, Matt G, what's going on, Matt? OKC is a title contender. Hey, listen, they might be. They might be. Forget spacing in- issues with Mitch. RJ is a bigger problem. Can't have a wing play that much that can't shoot and not elite defense. Um, you know what, Matt? You get my comment of the night for just like very simply saying like this is this is what the thing is and this is a problem. Yeah. Yes. 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 Dom, man, you're Dom. You're a crazy man, Dom. Thank you for the generous contribution again. Um, don't say it enough to you, but thank you. New York can bounce back with one or two wins in the next two, and RJ can play really well enough, and it still won't matter. It's time to find that next star with RJ in tow. I love the kid and really wanted it to work. I finally just lost faith. Um, look, this season, they're going to be fine this season. And like, I mean, I have to think RJ is going to get better. I don't know. I, I kind of, I almost want to call Andrew up here and ask him what he thinks. Of what? Do you think RJ is going to get better this season? I don't think the compound V version of RJ is ever coming back. That seven game stretch we saw. 
Um, I, I mean, the hesitation in my voice tells you I'm not confident in saying he's going to be better. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that a, a 34% from three version of him exists. And that's what I you're mean, hoping for. Because I'm, I'm hoping, uh, yes, you're right in the role he's playing in. My bigger hope is that as the season goes along, I'm going to put faith in the head coach that his minutes continue to get fewer and fewer and fewer. And Josh Hart and quickly is going to tend to get higher and higher and higher as a result. If we saw that after the all-star, well, after the Josh Hart trade, his number, his minutes did go down. They went down, but he was still averaging. What was it? 27, 28 a night. When you factor in the last four games of the season okay. during LA Fitness Week, that's fine. Yes, it's up to 27, 28. Before that, it was around 24, 25. He was not closing games down the stretch of the season. If they start playing RJ 25, 26 minutes a night, that is. I'm just going to say it, and people may not care, may not matter. I, but if, if the rest of the league sees that, they will. Forget smelling blood in the water. They will see the the water will be red, and yeah, the, they will not like. That's just the reality. If they and that's what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about RJ playing 24, 25, 26 minutes. That that's like they're gonna Leon's or whoever the fuck gets on the phone for the Knicks is gonna talk to other teams and do this or that. And they're like, well, wait, hold on, you're trying to pawn off who on us now? I would argue that playing him more minutes is not helping his trade value either. Yeah, but now if you're telling me he's not a 30 minute player, because I, you know what other teams are able to do? Watch Knicks games and they'll see what he is in the 30 or whatever minutes he's playing. So they'll probably be like, oh, that's not someone we want to invest with. Maybe a guy down to 24 minutes, down to 22. You can trick yourself into more meat on the bone. Or maybe there's a Washington that exists next year that's like, you know what? We don't care how many games you win. We just want to give a guy a ton of usage. I will say after this game, uh, RJ has a 48 effective field goal percentage, which is, as will probably surprise nobody, lowest on the Knicks. His career effective field goal percentage is 47.7. So what he is shooting right now is essentially exactly his career number. There is not a great reason to look at this and suspect, oh, much better times are ahead. I, it's not the hesitation is less about what RJ will be the rest of the year. And it's more like, well, can he with less volume put up better numbers? Like, can you put him in a role where it's 21? We saw that in stretches last year where it was like, he's playing less. He's taking fewer shots. RJ with 10, 11 shots he, a game. RJ with one or two threes a game, you know, but you know what the problem is there? What? Then you're expecting him to be Josh Hart. A guy who come in and doesn't need to take shots. And in fact, his impact on the game has nothing to do with the shots that he takes. I didn't say four to five shots a game. I'm said 10 to 11 shots a game. Yeah, but all of these are, are leading to the same shitty conversation, which is you're trying to mask. This is all air fresheners in a room that has a big steaming pile of shit in it. It does. And like the more air fresheners you put in, it's like clean up the shit. That's the answer. And I think cleaning up the shit involves playing him less. That's my take on the matter. It's funny you bring up effective field goal percentage because our next super chat comes from someone that was very generous and Uh, has a bet 
has a bet going with the majority of the RJ Hive that existed at Film School. Shout out Frank Miranda. Cannot wait for the town hall tomorrow night. Frank Miranda, what up, Mac? It's your boy Frank for Patreon. I got to brace myself for this. I would be petty to tell the RJ Hive. I told you so. People arguing potential with RJ need to stop it immediately. If I'm IQ, cheers to IQ, cheers to AG1. And his team, I'm asking for a trade and LMAO at the notion that RJ is better than him. So the one thing, the one thing that I have not seen reported on from anyone, and I will ask Fred, and it's a bad job by me because I could have asked Fred. I could have asked Fred when he was on the pod yesterday, and I didn't. And I will ask him next time he's on. I wonder, because we have seen re- like reports that indicate that quickly was around 25 a year. That's as his demand, right? That has not been... I, I, I will not say that that has been confirmed by a source that I consider to be ironclad. But I also don't think it's unreasonable to expect that Quickly's camp was a 25 year. I wonder if part of their calculation was we, we want to stay high because you know what? Worst case scenario, they don't come up and they, I, they had to know that the Knicks weren't coming up. Right? And like worst case scenario, they don't come up and we get one step closer to potentially being in a situation where we could really increase our value. And I'm talking about like his team and him as if they're one entity. But like, you know, like I, if I was Emmanuel quickly, I would absolutely want to play on a different team where I was not so blocked from significant minutes. Now, is there a world where the Knicks make enough roster moves and machinations and whatnot and what have you, whereby the path to get to quickly getting significant minutes was, was not as dire as it is here? I do think there is a world. Um, I... Hmm. And at the same time, you look at a game like this, like tonight, right? Quickly was having the best game of any Nick. He still would have taken him out. If the rationale truly is what I suspected it to be at the top of the show and what he said after the game was the rationale, well, then if Brunson's out there and Quickly's out there and OKC has out there who they have out there, well, then you're, you're taking one of those guys out down the stretch. Now, it was more glaring because of who they took him out for, but you get my drift. So I don't I don't know how this ends up. Uh my my guess, Frank, would be that they're not gonna ask for a trade or anything like that, but my my guess all along has been that quickly is on a different team by next year. Soul Squad. Love RJ as much as anyone, but he just doesn't fit with this team, especially with Brunson and Randall having some synergy. I'm gonna can I push back on, on you, Soul Squad? I mean, I appreciate you saying that. Um, because I know it's if if you mean that, that you love RJ as much as anyone, I'm sure it's not an easy thing for you to say. Where is the fit? Where is the team that he fits with? You know? Um because 
okay, you want to go to, you want to tell me a team with a true stretch five? All right, fine. Has RJ shown you enough to be one of the top two guys on a like really good team? The answer is no. So he's not one of the top two guys. Inevitably, if you're number three on the pecking order, a lot of your opportunities, a lot of your scoring opportunities are going to have to come with catch and shoot opportunities. That's just the way the NBA game works. You have a couple of engines on the floor and your third engine, your third guy will get some opportunities. So like, yeah, I mean, I guess team with a, a true stretch five in the in the starting lineup, but like w- would be a better fit, you know, but then you get into, okay, well, how's this driving kick game? Well, it's kind of non-existent sometimes when the kickouts are there and obvious and he doesn't make them. Well, how's this finishing around the rim? Well, that's not, that's not great either. So like, what's the, t- I mean, I've said it a few times and I'll say it again. I think the best path for him moving forward is a six man. And to, tr- you know, I don't know if that works on this team, but you know, you come in, you play your 20, 20- Two twenty-four, twenty-six minutes a game, and you get to run or co-run second-unit offenses. I think that makes a lot more sense given his skill set. But that will never happen here. Never, ever, ever, ever. Wiz BK LA uh, Cardi B raps about RJ <laughs> WAP weak ass player. Um, so I actually know what WAP act- I re- really refers to. That's funny by you. Good job by you. Sam Garcia, last one for real. Is Knox over SGA the worst draft blunder in Knicks history? Um I'm going I'm I I'm I want to like if you're gonna laugh at me. I do need to go back to some drafts in the sixties. And the seventies wow. to see if they like they passed on some Hall of Fame players. That much I know for a fact. Um, like they passed on like at least they passed on a few top seventy five guys. Um, but I did this digging over the summer too because I ranked the worst GMs in Knicks history, and I went back and looked at literally every Knicks draft. Um, I'm putting sure that real quick, real quick. I'm sure you're about to. Hit us with some very astute and well-researched knowledge. No, I'm not. Guys I, I, I forgot. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I just want to echo Mensa, who I think made the best point that this is the worst because they went and scouted Kentucky yeah. and took Shea Gilgis Alexander's teammate. <laughs> um, yeah. They knew what yeah, SGA was. They looked at him. They scouted him and they took his teammate. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. This is the right answer. Yeah. But but hold on. They had Frank Milikina on the roster. Yeah, never mind. Which let's go a year earlier. Should they have taken Frank when Donovan Mitchell was in the building and Phil Jackson fell asleep in his workout? Well, listen. All right. Thanks. Sam. Anyway, Frank Miranda with another Frank. You're 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 cut off, Frank. 
What up, Mac? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. LMAO, RJ Hive, Booty Clappers always get a disappointing game right before a town hall. Attention, all booty clappers. Y'all need to find another P word besides potential. I could think of a few. Oh my God, Frank. Oh my God. <laughs> Frank, you outdo yourself and me. It's the best compliment I can give you. I have I have nothing, There's nothing to, to say. <laughs> uh Frank, you uh I believe Sean calls this spinning the block. You are taking a victory lap, and I, I don't think it's gonna stop anytime soon. So yeah. shout out to you, sir. You know who hasn't come out in a while? The crow. Crowing. No, crowing building dust up on that perch. <laughs> anyway. Tom Cappuccini. <laughs> Another guy who needs to be cut off. Uh, historically, Orlando has been scrappy with us, and now they're good. I think the Knicks could win as long as they bring the required energy and IQ, pun intended. They know they need to take um, the head-to-head season series. Listen, the Knicks could absolutely win the game against Orlando in Orlando. Orlando's been scuffling. Orlando tonight, I was paying a little bit of attention to the game. It was roughly tied after the first quarter. They ended up losing to a Joel Embiid less Sixers team by uh, 20 or so points. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think they'll be fun. I, I, I'm, I have confidence going into the Orlando game. I'll say that. Uh, Jesse M, what's going on, Jesse? I'm still patiently waiting for 3 and D defensive stopper that this team has desperately needed for ages. I think that's the reason why Knox over SGA does not get as much um, play as it does because McCall was also right there. And I think people have kind of settled in on the consensus of like McCall was the most obvious pick there. Like, and you should have just taken him. Uh, but I mean, there's no wrong answers here. No wrong answers. David Gradier, RJ is in a fit with Randall and Bronson. Gotta go get BI. Uh, RJ Grimes, Fournier, and picks for BI and Larry Nance Jr. Um, so how many picks are you throwing in there? Because what do you think Quentin Grimes' trade value is right now? Quinn Grimes just played 11 minutes. Hit two threes. Had a nice 11 minutes. But like, he's the, he is unequivocally the ninth man in New York's rotation right now. He's third year player. He's extension eligible this summer. I, I don't know that his trade value is going to be through the roof. Um, and then obviously, we've just, we, like, all we're doing is shitting on RJ. So like, you're going to now try to flip him for a guy who's a borderline all star level player. And the Pelicans, I mean, I think the Pelicans are an interesting spot. I don't I don't know that I love the Ingram fit. That's another guy who like he really wants to have the ball in his hands. He's at his best with the ball in his hands, as was d- discussed and frankly probably over discussed this summer in terms of how much like shit he got for it. Um, did not really function in the quote unquote Carmelo Anthony role, the Olympic mellow role on this Olympic team, like more as like a cash and shoot guy or what, what have you. Um, he's a solid defender, obviously, but not anything great there. 
Yeah, I don't know if that's the guy. It's similar to the Jonathan Murray conversation. Now, all of these lead back to, you know, perfect being the enemy of the good. And as with any trade, it depends on the price tag. But like if you're the Pelicans and you're making that trade, like what what does that say about your season? Like what do you, you know? Um, to say nothing of the fact that they have like better versions of Quentin Grimes. They have bigger versions of, of Quentin Grimes. So I, I don't know. Thanks, David. Shimmy MD. RJ needs AG1. Rumor has it IQ has been drinking it. Well, cheers to you, my friend. Shout out AG1. What's the code again? That deserves a, rate, a read of the code. Drinkag1.com slash film school. And again, that gets you a free one year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs. 